Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Hello, and welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today, I'm sitting down with Jason Lucchese. Jason, how you doing today? I'm doing good, RJ. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, just another day in paradise. Excited <laughs> to have you on. So for, the, for those that don't know who Jason is, um, he is a real estate investor in the Indianapolis, Indiana market, and uh, he also has a real estate investing podcast, the No Flipping Excuses Show, and uh, just excited to have him on. Jason, why don't you take a second to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your real estate investing business. Sure, man. Sure. And, you know, thanks for having me on your awesome show here. This is great. I'm, I'm really excited. And I look forward to having you on our show uh, as well down the road here. Um, so, so again, yeah, thanks. For, for folks that don't know me, I've been in the real estate business now, like as a real estate investor since 2008. I, I initially started off doing short sales, did a ton of short sales and then the market started changing and I needed to adapt and I started getting more heavily into wholesaling and just doing more wholesales, uh, scaling back on my rehab business. And then I also, I really wanted to focus on the big picture, the long-term side of things. And that was building up my own uh, long-term portfolio of income producing properties that, you know, no matter what, they'd be, be, uh, be producing capital on a monthly basis for the business. But, um, you know, RJ, right now, it's mainly my business is wholesaling, 70% of it. 10% uh, is going to be rehab, and 20% uh, is going to be for building up the, the long-term wealth. And on top of, you know, my investing, the podcast, uh, we also do training uh, as well, not just here in the Indiana market, but across the country as well for, for brand-new folks and even folks that are looking to, uh, you know, really advance themselves in their own business. That's awesome, man. And, and you know, we were kind of talking right before the interview and I got super excited when you told me kind of the percentages of what you do in your business between wholesaling and rehabs and buy and holds uh, mm -hmm. because it's a, you know, you do a little bit of everything. And so uh, we can kind of cover all of that today. But what I really want to talk about is, is I've had a lot of guests on the podcast recently that are very high level and they're trying to get out of their business. And with you, you know, having your workshops and you work with a lot of newer investors, I kind of want to steer the conversation towards to the people that listen to my show and they want to know, how can I get started? And a lot of people, they want to get started in wholesaling and with you doing 70% of your business in wholesaling, let's kind of focus on that. So for someone right now who's listened to this and they're like, I love it. This sounds great. I want to get started in wholesaling, but I don't know how to get started. What is your recommendation on how you can get started? You know, that's a great question. And the best way for me to answer it, RJ, is first of all, you know, you need to get yourself to a point where you at least understand real estate. So either that be uh, books, either that be educational programs, either it be mentors, whatever it may be do that, at least get yourself acclimated with like the terminology and you need to at least like kind of know what you're talking about, right? Because uh, if, you, if you come across as somebody that didn't even take the time to understand what real estate 
is. It's not just, hey, there's a house, let's put it under contract, boom, it's done. Yes, it is very simple to do, but it does take hard work. And once you get yourself to a point where the, the education is good to go, you've, you've at least laid a foundation. So the foundation is laid. Uh, the best point that I would uh, put across at this, at this time is find some individuals in your area, or they don't even necessarily have to be in your area, but find folks that are buying properties in your area for cash, and then go and talk to those folks. It's simply put that all you need to do is go and have a just a simple conversation. Like RJ, if you were a buyer, if you were a buyer, and it was this was our first time talking, I would maybe you bought some properties. I'd be like, Hey RJ, my name's Jason Lucchese. I'm a local real estate investor here. And I wanted to, to call you because I saw that you just closed on this property at 123 Main Street. And I wanted to let you know that I'm coming across properties that are very similar. And they're actually around that, that same area that you bought on Main Street. And I wanted to see if you might be interested in properties uh, similar to that again in the future. And I, I just want to reach out to you, introduce myself to you, and see if you might be somebody we, we might be able to do business with. So role-playing this, I get that all the time in, in, the, in the different markets that we buy in. And I always respond the same way. Absolutely, we are buying. Here's my email address. I want you to send me every single wholesale deal that you ever get. I don't care what market it's in, and I don't even care if it's close to this location because I buy all over. And I'm going to analyze each deal individually. So please send me all of your deals. Yep. Usually from those conversations, though, then they start asking more questions. Is that kind of what you recommend from there? You know, I just from there, to be honest with you, I tell folks don't don't like waste folks time. Right. So the next step from there is if you, you know, you give me the green light. OK, it's cool. All I'll simply try and do at that point is, OK, RJ, real quick, I, I know your time is valuable. I've got some appointments coming up as well. Can you tell me like what your criteria is as far as like what type of houses you like and what do you want to be all in at as far as you know price? Because I don't want to send you properties that don't meet your criteria. So are you looking mainly for like three bedroom, one bath houses or just tell me what you're looking for and then uh, we'll, we'll be good to go from there. Right. And so... If you were to ask me that, depending on what market it's in, we'll just use DFW. I would okay. say, you know, I want to be somewhere between 70 to 75% of ARV minus repairs. Mm -hmm. I try to stay away from two bedroom, one bath. I want at least three bedrooms and I want to make sure that it has covered parking. Yep. Boom. Perfect. That's my criteria. I don't care what the ARV is. I don't care if it's a $2 million house. I don't care if it's a $20,000 house, but those are the numbers that I want. Yeah, and the, the great thing about what you just said, you gave me everything that I needed. And as as a good brand new real estate investor, you don't need some fancy software to, to do this. If what RJ just said, all I need is a is a yellow pad of paper and a pen mm -hmm. or pencil, and I just wrote down exactly what RJ told me that he needed. The other cool thing is once I've put together like five to ten of those types of people. I'm going to go ahead and put that information in, in MailChimp now. MailChimp's a, an email service provider. It's free. You could add up to 2,000 email contacts absolutely for free and send out up to 12,000 emails per month. It 
it doesn't make any more sense than that. And you could organize it too. So if I have my Dallas Fort Worth buyers, and then maybe I don't know the Dallas area that well. So maybe I've got Houston and maybe I have San Antonio buyers there too. So I, I know what lists I have now of certain buyers. And now I could, whenever I get properties in those areas, now I know which buyers to send that out to. And from there, I just say, hey, RJ, is it cool that I, I send you an email with the properties that I come across? Um, and I'll just send them to your email with the criteria that you just gave me. And if it's a deal that you like, great, we'll move forward from there. But does that sound good to you? Absolutely. And going back, I want to touch base on something that you just brought up because I also use MailChimp. Yep. And I used MailChimp when I first got started. And the reason why is because it was free. You can yep. have up to 1,999 buyers on your buyers list for absolutely free. And you can send up to 12,000 emails. So that means if you send out every property one time in a month, you can essentially send out six properties to your buyers list of 1,999 buyers for free. Yep. I mean, as a newer wholesaler that's getting in and you don't have a ton of operating capital and you're trying to figure out how you can do this, you're sending out a super professional looking email blast with your properties for absolutely free. Great, great tool, great, great opportunity for you to have something in your business for no money out of your pocket. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's huge. We, I always recommend that to folks mm -hmm. because I'm a big, big believer, RJ, in don't go out and buy, you know, this software, that tool, and you have more expenditures on a monthly basis in your business than you are making. Make some money first, and then you could get some of the, the stuff that's going to simplify and systematize your business. I'm not a big believer in getting all that stuff up front because Maybe you don't like the business after you close two or three deals, and now you've got all this stuff, and you, you paid for all of this. Get one, two, or three deals done. Make some money. Maybe pay off some bills, and don't give yourself a huge overhead at first. Work out of Starbucks. Uh, work out of places that have free Wi-Fi. Yep. You don't need to go get an office. I still work from home. Most yep. of our team... They work from home <laughs> and we do, we do calls using stuff like Slack, uh, mm -hmm. go to webinar, you know, stuff that's very, very cheap. Um, and this, I do have other stuff that's expensive that makes the whole team's life super easy, but you don't need to go out and get all these bells and whistles. I call them the shiny objects. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you sometimes just need to put the blinders on RJ and just, just go full force. Um, Absolutely. To see the to see the results from your action yeah you don't need that until you achieve a certain level of success and when you get started so let, let's go back to kind of the scenario where you ask me questions if yeah. you're listening to this and you did not understand what my buying criteria is then you need to go to biggerpockets.com flipner.com yeah. yep. listen to more podcasts go buy a book from barnes and noble you know, follow Max Maxwell on on Facebook. He shares information for newer wholesalers all the time. Check out Jason's education training program. All of that information is out there. That's very baseline, simple information that I just shared. Mm -hmm. If you do understand what ARV is and 70% of that and sub subtracting repairs and all of that, if you understand that, okay, so we're at the point where it's like you're ready to go out and try to find a motivated seller. 
for a newer wholesaler, what's the best way that you think they can go out and find those motivated sellers and get a property under contract? You know, the, the best thing in, in my opinion is uh, going out and, you know, tr reaching out for like the lowest hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Now, most people, they may not be all jazzed up about this, but I just found a deal the other day that had, that was at like a 50%, uh, 50% of the ARV. I found it off the MLS. Yeah. And it was a phenomenal deal. Like, and I know you're not from this area, but anybody that's listening, uh, and they're from Indy, Found Square is like, <laughs> it's a it's a crazy market. Things don't stay on the market that long. And this this property was listed for three days. Um, our team put it under contract at eighty thousand, and all of the rehab properties in that area are going between two fifty to 275 and mm -hmm. we got under contract and quick flipped it um meaning we did an a to b b to c transaction mm -hmm. and we made a, a quick like fifteen thousand bucks and we never had to lift the hammer we never had to go inside the house we didn't have to do any of that that's amazing man that right there is how titanium investments my company got started the first properties that we got under contract were directly off the MLS. And so many people told me, you're not adding value. Where we did have value was to out-of-state buyers that didn't have MLS access, didn't know that property existed. Yep. We were able to go find it. We were able to source contractors that could do the work for them and introduce them to that property. That's where we added our value. Right. And we were able to do that time and time again. Now, as we've advanced as a company and we've become more of a rehab company than just wholesaling, now we buy properties off the MLS all the time. I mean, yep. we're in we're in Hawaii and Alaska as well as Texas. Oh, cool. Hawaii and Alaska, man. You talk about low hanging fruit. I mean, investment properties like you're talking about, you know, 50, 60, 65 percent of ARV minus repairs. Yep. They're there all day, every day. And so we're buying off the MLS all day, every day, which, again, is free. There's yep. no marketing expense for buying a property off the MLS. Yeah, yeah. There's so many great sources out there. Like one of the most hidden gems um, that I don't see anybody going after is besides the MLS, there's a great website called gosection8.com. And that's the number eight, not not it, it being spelled out. So gosection8.com. Most people we teach people to go on there and talk to those folks that have the listed properties and see if they're looking to buy more. But just the other day, we were making calls for a, a training and we got in contact with a guy that's in San Antonio and he's got, I think he, it was like 40 rental properties that he had here and he wanted to sell off 10. And all we were doing, RJ, was calling him to see if he wanted to buy more. Now, he was selling off the 10 because he was wanting to get into some multifamily properties here in Indy. And he was like, hey, if you could buy these 10, I might be able to sell you the rest of them. So he, he's wanting to move into multifamily, which we could help him with that too, with helping him find apartment buildings. But just simple phone calls. Like they've got the phone number of the person on that website and if you get in contact with a property manager, 
what is the property manager doing? They're managing properties. And if you could keep that property manager in place and it's got a turnkey, it's already rented, there's already a tenant, and maybe that property manager knows of the owners wanting to sell properties, do you think they're probably going to want to work with you, especially if they could keep everything in, in, in place with them being the property managers? Not a lot of people think about that, but we, we contact those folks all the time. And they're always having properties for us. And it's zero dollars that come out of our, our budget to, to make those phone calls. Woo. Buddy, that's some sexy shit you just shared right there, man. <laughs> I mean, you got a guy that wants to sell you 10 properties. And then he's got more that he wants to sell you. Mm-hmm. And then he will buy multifamily from you if you can source it and bring it to him. Yep. I mean, for free. Yep. This is what we're talking about, people. Like when we talk about you can get into the wholesaling and you don't have to have a ton of operating capital. It's utilizing the resources that are out there, thinking outside the box. This is something Jason and his company have come up with and they do it on a regular basis and it's working Mm -hmm. and it's available for everybody. It's just a website with a phone number and calling. (laughs) That's that's literally about as easy as it can get right there. (laughs) Exactly. The thing I hate when people say is, um, you know, I don't have the resources. And I say, that's a bunch bullshit. of shit. Yeah, exactly. it, it, bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> with, with how much our technology has transformed over the last decade, you've got Facebook, you've got LinkedIn, you've got YouTube, uh, you've got Instagram, you've got all these social networking platforms. And you're telling me you don't have the resources? Like, I just had somebody say something on one of our Facebook ads for an upcoming workshop stating, I don't have any money. And it seemed like she was whining. And what I'm going to be going over at the workshops is how we do 99.9% of our deals without using any of our own capital. Like if you don't have, if you don't know how to do the wholesaling, if you don't have private money raised, you are doing the business wrong. You should never be using any of your own capital for your deals. But I, I responded back to her and I said, hey, I'll be going over real deal case studies of recently closed Indianapolis deals and I'll show you exactly how I do that. And so I'm waiting for her to – I'm waiting to see what the response is on that because it's so funny when you start doing these Facebook ads. Like one person said, what, what type of drinks and hors d'oeuvres and uh, what kind of food are you going to be serving us? I'm like – Buddy, this this isn't this isn't the right gig for you. If if you're wanting, you know, food and hors d'oeuvres and drinks, this isn't the right gig for you. Your mind's right. not in the right spot. <laughs> so, no. you know, because I don't need to be doing the workshops. Like I I could be completely fine with it. But you know, full transparency, I love working with folks here locally because we could partner with each other. That's why I do those, and we yes. do more deals together. Yes, all the time, man. That's. <laughs> I love it. You're speaking my language, man. All this that you're preaching, this is how we've built our business. This is how we live in our business. Yep. We don't use any of our own money. We buy properties across the country, man. St. Louis, Arizona, Texas, Hawaii, Alaska. It doesn't matter. Bring me Mm -hmm. a deal. We're going to buy it. We're looking at one in New Mexico right now. Nice. And we don't use any of our own money. And we partner with people that bring value. So that's the most like, you know, going back to that conversation, if, if you're calling a cash buyer, 
bring value to them. Make mm-hmm. the, the relationship reciprocal. Do not be a leech and just leech onto somebody because that pisses me off more than anything because yep. I love taking someone that's newer. They bring me a deal that's badass, and I buy it, and then I'm saying, bring them all to me. We'll just keep buying. And then eventually, it can even increase from that. My most oh, recent yeah. student that I took on, hell, at this point in time, he's not even a student. We're flipping a house together. Yep. We're partners on it. I'm going to make just as much money as he's going to make on it because that's how much value he's brought to my life. And that's what you have to do when you're newer in this game. It's not about ha- not having the resources. Like you said, all the resources are out there. With today's technology and the way it works, I mean, all the resources that you could ever need are readily available for you. It's going out and busting your ass and always trying to find a way that you can bring value to someone else's life. That's the most important part that you can do. And when you do that, the success just follows you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you you, you touched on a, a topic there. Like, once you... Like new people are so scared to to talk to folks that are actually doing this business. And once, like when like when I have brand new people that come up and want to do a deal with us, and they understand like what we're what we're doing, and they understand it because that's why I have people do the do the whole workshop thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is if we come and partner together, I want to kind of like train you on on what we're looking for, so you don't get and go after all the other deals that every Tom, Dick and Harry is going after. I want it to be the deals that obviously make sense for us and are profitable. And then after that, once they, once they do that first deal with you, they become super loyal. Um, and next thing you know, you've got a person going out and getting deals for you so that you guys can do deals together. Um, Mm -hmm. and you've got to create those relationships with people in your business. Because uh, if you're operating as a, a one-man band uh, or one woman, you'll obviously get faster by yourself, but then you'll you'll kind of, you know, the gas the gas tank is going to run empty. You go a lot further when you're going together with somebody because you have Absolutely. people that can carry you and you know help you out. Because I'll tell you right now, RJ, uh, with somebody barely graduated in high school. You know, I'm, I'm not the smartest person, but when it comes down to getting people in the business that are smarter than me, like at certain tasks, I'm going to, I'm going to bring them aboard. I'm great at talking to people and, you know, selling stuff. And I don't even look at it as selling anymore as helping people. But, you know, I get people that are much smarter, like with technology and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, you know, I just work on the things that I'm good at and that's growing the business. Yeah, man. I suck at construction, like <laughs> rehabbing a property. I, I suck at it. I hate it. it. It just doesn't flow with me. But being creative and finding a deal and talking to sellers, talking to other strategic partners, trying to grow the business, that's where I thrive. Yep. And so when you realize that, but guess what? When I got started, I had to find out that I sucked at construction. I had to go through that and I had to make it work. Even though it wasn't what I enjoyed and I wasn't good at it, I still had to experience it and figure out what do I need in this position. And then I hired someone and outsourced it. So when you get started, yeah, you have to do every single role. I've done acquisitions. I've done dispositions. I've done the freaking tasks that virtual assistants do for us now. Mm -hmm. But it's all necessary for you to understand how to grow your business. And then you delegate it to someone else and make the right hire. 
And then eventually you get in a position where it's like, I'm only doing what I'm really good at and what I really love every single day. And that's when you know, okay, now the business is starting to take off because everybody's in the right seat and everybody's doing the job that they're supposed to be doing on a daily basis. And that's when you really see the big change. But before then, I mean, I've had different guests on here. Sometimes it takes them a year to get there. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes like 15 years to get to that spot. And it just depends on really kind of how quickly you grow it yourself and analyze those different positions and kind of delegate it out to other people and how you hire and fire and all of that. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to see across the country how different people grow their businesses. Let's talk about in the Indiana market and as far as like networking and, you know, real estate investing meetups and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. that big there or is it kind of slow? So we're, we're more of like a, like a rental type market. Uh, we get steady appreciation. I would say two, 3% per year. Uh, we have seen a little bit higher appreciation between last year and this year. Um, so that's good. And there's tons of meetups to meet people at. Um, you know, meetup.com is great for that. I'm actually a board member of our Indiana Real Estate Investors Association. We typically get like 90 to 110 people per month uh, to attend. We have that uh, the second Tuesday of every month. If people want to join, there's no membership. It's just free to come. And there's other uh, real estate investors associations in town uh, that you know are full of other people either wanting to get into the game or people that are in the game and they're just there for, for networking purposes and, you know, can also add value there. So there, that's the other thing too, RJ is that's the other thing where people are like, well, there's nobody in my area that can help me. That's nonsense. There's, there's people in your area. If, if, if you have not found them yet, then you need to go on like a Facebook or a LinkedIn or a YouTube um, and, and start finding those folks. Uh, but if you're in a really kind of like isolated area, then maybe virtual wholesaling needs to be your thing. RJ's talking about all the different markets that he's in. We're right. in different markets. <laughs> For goodness sakes, like you don't have to just stick to your market. Uh, you can do other markets all over the place. Uh, heat maps that we just looked at today are showing so many different spots around the country that are just great. So, it, it doesn't uh, make sense to me if you say like, oh, well, there's none of those meetings around here. Well, create your own meeting then. Put it on mm-hmm. Meetup and say, hey, I've got a real estate meeting coming up. If you can't add value to the first meeting, then you're, you're definitely not thinking properly because you just created value by starting a, a Meetup.com. And even if you get four, five, six people, go to a Starbucks. Meet at a Starbucks and just start talking. Um, and, that, and that's how you start doing these meetings. Just start talking with folks. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nobody out there, and I will challenge anybody. If you can show to me that in your local market, there's fewer Facebook groups than Alaska and Hawaii, <laughs> I will send you a titanium hat free of charge, okay? Because it doesn't exist. And guess what? We're able to, to find local investors in those markets. Yeah. And in some of these markets that we've gone into, like Houston, Austin, San Antonio, we've been able to wholesale properties in those markets without having a buyer's list built just through the Facebook groups for those local markets. Yep. You know, Austin Real Estate Investment, 
join the Facebook group, post your property, boom, you get a buyer's list just like that. Absolutely. It's that easy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so sounds like it's the same thing in Indiana. And that's why I wanted to ask, you know, like you said, once a month, there's going to be between 90 and 100 investors in one location. If you want to be a newer wholesaler in Indiana or Indianapolis, you need to be going to that every single month because it's not going to be the same people. It's going to be different people and you're going to be able to introduce yourself. You're going to get known. And what's amazing is, is we see this all the time in DFW, a property, you'll have a property for sale and you'll send it to one of your buyers and maybe it's not a good fit for what they're buying, but they'll say, oh, hey, I know this other guy. He might be interested in it and then they'll help you out. And so here in DFW, we have a very close knit group of investors and we all help each other out. It's amazing how that works because we all want each other to be successful. So do you, do you kind of see that in Indiana as well? You know, there's certain people that are, are always going to be kind of douchey. Um, and then there's going to be people that are, that are cool and, you know, they're, they see, you know, the benefits of helping others. You may not see like the, the fruits of your labor by helping people right off the bat, but if you go into it not expecting anything from brand new people, that that's going to be even better um, because I always go into you know either be workshops or podcasts you know specifically like this one like you and I are just chatting right now and we're helping people and providing value. I I, I didn't come on here expecting anything like I'm not expecting like ten twenty thirty thousand uh, dollars from from doing this. I'm just right. doing this because you know, you're a cool dude and I I wanted to come on your podcast and I want you to come on my podcast. And if we could just create value for folks and even if one person, you know, has their life completely changed by us talking right now, that's, that's huge, man. That is crazy awesome. And that's the type of stuff that I absolutely love. Yeah, man. And and that's, Honestly, it's funny you bring that up because that's why I started this podcast and I never knew the benefits that were going to come from starting the podcast. It was mm-hmm. more of like a way to give back, but I've had people reach out to me and want to do business with me because of the podcast and yep. say, Hey, let's partner on this deal. Or will you buy this wholesale property? And that's just an added bonus, but really nothing tops the messages that I get where it's like, Hey man, I listened to your interview with Jason and that helped me get off my ass and go out there and do my first deal. Like that is to mm-hmm. me, because once you get the taste of it and you start getting the ball rolling, that's when your life starts to change, man. And you really start to see the impact of real estate investing. Real estate investing changed my life. It's what I love to do. I'm extremely passionate about it, if you can't tell. And and that's why I, I do this. That's why I have people like you on. And honestly, I'm just blown away by the, the the caliber of guests that I've been able to get on the show, man, and, and hear you guys, you know, just share your stories. And, you know, this, this episode was a little bit different. Normally, I'm all about, like, share your story. How'd you get to where you are? But you have your own podcast. I'm sure a lot of people that are going to listen to this kind of already know you and have heard your story. So really just wanted to drop a bunch of, like, you know, truth bombs on how to get started and, and mm-hmm. to try to motivate people to get out there. Let's yeah. talk about your podcast a little bit. You know, you got the the no flipping excuses, which, by the <laughs> way, that's a just a freaking awesome title. Um, I'm semi jealous, but, uh, but uh, let's talk. Why'd you start your podcast, and and where do you see the podcast kind of going from from where it is today? 
You know, I really just started it um, as a way to also give back. And I also started it as a way for people to, to know that we're always looking for deals. We're always looking to partner with folks. And I saw it as an opportunity for us to, to do both of those things. And, you know, by just kind of just doing the podcast and letting go and giving as much as you can on each episode that you have, you know, we get some really great feedback on the podcast and it's awesome. I absolutely love it. Uh, that, you know, some guy the other day, I, I posted up on Facebook that we, um, gave him enough confidence that he went out, got a deal under contract, and he's going to be closing the deal really soon. And and that's the type of stuff I love to see and hear about. Um, it's it's awesome, man. It's it's really cool stuff. We go over stuff from you know getting out of your own way and getting started all the way on up to hey, get out of get out of the business. And get out of your own business and start working on the business because all you've done is created a job for yourself. Yep. And we don't get into this business to create jobs for ourselves, although you, you are more than likely going to be doing everything yourself for the first few months of your business. Uh, if you think you don't, then you're more than likely going to be in for a rude awakening. Right. But, you know, we, we teach because once you realize, hey, I don't need to be doing all this and you start working on your business. That's when businesses start going from you know high, you know high six figures to seven figures consistently, possibly eight figures. That's when businesses can really start taking off, and you start thinking, "Hey, I'm doing single family, I'm doing uh, commercial properties, and, and you're doing big stuff at that point." Cool, man. So when we, I'm going to wrap this up, but before I do, while I was totally Facebook stalking you before our interview, so I could. <laughs> get up to date on who you are and, and what you're all about. I saw that you recently had Holly McCann on oh, yeah. your podcast yeah. and Holly's been on the titanium vault and I've been on her podcast. I don't know if she's ever going to release it. Apparently she's totally embarrassed about my interview because she hasn't released it. And I did it like five months ago. So if Holly, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm giving you a hard time about that. Uh, but Holly has this great question that she asked. So I'm going to steal it from her. Tell me about the most exciting or the best deal that you've ever done to be honest with you i know this might sound a little uh i don't know if it's the word cliche or not that you'd want to use but <laughs> it was my it was my first my first deal um main reason why is you know i went all in with real estate investing as most may know i don't have a college degree i was uh really stuck um in 2007-ish, 2008-ish, because I just got out of the mortgage business, obviously, because of <laughs> everything that happened in the economy. So I was really down to my last dollars. And we got this short sale closed, made a little over 26,000 bucks. And it was a huge, huge relief. Um, knowing like, man, real estate could actually work. Um, and you know, we just closed the deal and I wasn't present at the closing. I didn't need to be there. And it was, um, it was really cool. It was my first taste of really knowing like, man, this really can work. Like all those people that, you know, were giving testimonials for Mr. Carlton sheets with the, <laughs> with the Maui background, you know, maybe those people were actually telling the truth. So, um, 
Yeah, it was it was the first deal for sure, man. It was uh, we had to work out some stuff, some last minute stuff happened, and uh, but you know persevered and and just made it happen. Yeah, you know they always say there's no love like your your first true love, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I think that's a load of bullshit because <laughs> that's not true. But in real estate investing, your first deal is very special to you. I, yeah. I also uh, I look back at my first deal and I say. If it didn't go down the way that it went down, I might not be here today, but because of the way it happened, it really gave me the confidence to close down the other business that I had. I had a contracting business. It gave me the confidence to walk away from that and really commit to real estate investing. And um, I'm just, I'm forever grateful for that property. Um, sometimes when I'm close to it, it's in Arlington, Texas. And sometimes when I'm over there, I just drive by it just to look at it. I know that's totally cheesy. That's but awesome, man. Yeah. I just drive by it and I'm like, thank you. Little $150,000 property that changed my life. Like that little property will never know what it means to me, but, uh, it, it's amazing how that can really change your life. So Jason, thank you so much yeah. for sitting down with us, man. This was a fun, uh, fun episode, and I, I definitely look forward to being on the the No Flipping Excuses show. That is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> be pumped up for that one. Uh, awesome, so man. For everybody that's listening, jump on iTunes, uh, give Jason a five star review on there, and also if you enjoyed today's episode, jump on iTunes and give us a review as well. Helps us out, get our word out to more investors, and. Uh, iTunes totally has like an algorithm that nobody knows about. So the more reviews you put on there, maybe some people start listening to this besides me and my family. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. All right, Jason. Thanks for coming on, man. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.